Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon. Presented by 92.9 Tom FM. An iHeart Radio station. Hello and welcome to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon, powered by iHeart Radio. I, of course, am Kyle McMahon, and this is episode 39 of Pop Culture Weekly. Today, our guest on the rotating panel of guest hosts is Justin Pospiak, on-air talent, producer extraordinaire, all things helpful. Jack of all trades, wherever you need me, I'm here to help. So I'm here today, my first ever Pop Culture Weekly. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. We have a lot of interesting things to talk about. Uh, The episode today is the best movies to watch during coronavirus quarantine. And wow, there's a lot of stuff going on, not just in Hollywood, but in the world, <laughs> as much it's as much as there's a lot of stuff going on as it is that there isn't a lot of stuff going on because everyone's on lockdown. Everyone's on the word of the the word of the week. The word of the month is quarantine. Yeah. So everybody's posted up at home for the most part and uh, looking for something to do before they uh, jump out of their skin stuck on the couch. But don't worry. That's why you're here. That's why things like Roku, Netflix, Hulu are all here to give us something fun to watch and hopefully take our minds off what's going on out there in the world. Absolutely. You know, this is really, what else do we have to do in this crazy time right now but distract ourselves? Yes, and if there's anything I pride myself in uh, when it comes to getting work done, really in any situation, it's distracting myself. And uh, so this is my time to shine. I hope I I could do all your listeners proud and give them something to uh, enjoy while they're uh, trapped at home because really, it's, it's a lockdown city out there. Yeah, it's kind of terrifying. As of today, right now, in our world, you know, uh, some cities are starting to talk about shelter in place. And, you know, our state is essentially in lockdown for the most part. And it's just crazy, crazy, crazy times. Yeah, trying to figure out what to do. If you can squeak out and walk around out and about. I know they were talking about, well... It's okay to be out in fresh air, so now's the time to exercise yeah. uh, and work on that if you can, as opposed to loading up on snacks on the couch. <laughs> but uh, my lovely partner was talking to me about how yesterday, out on the one trail along the river in Philadelphia, uh, because it was nice weather and they recommend people get outside, it was full of people. So kind of hard to social distance yeah. when everybody decides now's the time to go for that jog and everybody's bunched up together along the river path. So this this right here, Pop Culture Weekly, is is the perfect prescription for a situation like this to give you something to do uh, digitally, watching stuff, listening to stuff, to uh, keep that social distance at its maximum of six feet, right? Six feet, yeah. We're six feet apart right now, right? Yes. Just about. Yeah. So I, 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 I did decide during all this, you know, I, I need to keep up my exercise goals. I started yesterday taking Blue on two very long walks. 
and that's a perfect idea. Yeah. Distraction is key. Yeah. And out and about with the pup. Yeah. I imagine that that was a fun time. Oh yeah. I mean, he loves walking. He loves just being with me. And but he's you know seventy pounds of muscle. I mean, you know, he's total muscle. And I, you know, he could go forever. But I'm like, okay, let's you know. Let's start baby steps here, buddy. Reel it in, buddy. Yeah. This isn't a, this is a, it's a new routine Papa's yeah. working on here, so I don't exactly have the stamina. Just give me a give me a few weeks at this, because apparently it's going to be a few weeks. Yeah. This, so by yeah. the end of it, you could be ripped. Yes, I could be an Olympic athlete by the end of this. As opposed to sitting inside, it's going out and about, because those are your really only two options because of everything yeah. that's closed down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, movie theaters, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment, you know, everything shut down. So essentially it is work, which I can do from home for the most part, or I come in, you know, to iHeart where none of the salespeople are here, none of the staff is here. For the most part, yeah. That's the run one tough thing when we're not on full quarantine lockdown, stay at home, because we could stay at home and work. But that's where that distraction thing yeah. kicks in real <laughs> big time. So it's why I'm I'm grateful that we can still come in and get stuff done because this is really the only place I can get stuff done. Yeah. Well, I want to get it done. Right. And so funny story regarding that. So on my Rizzle channel, uh, I do Pop Culture Minute every day. And I was doing my update last night from home. And my 70-pound dog decided he wanted to give kisses during the middle. So I'm literally recording this video live on Rizzle. And I hear, you know, 70 pounds of muscle barreling down the steps. And I'm, like, trying to focus on... You know it's coming. Yeah. You're trying to get out everything you can before you get tackled <laughs> in a big, fuzzy love punch. And that's exactly what happened. He jumps on me and just starts licking my face as I'm filming. I start laughing hysterically. You can see the video up on Rizzle or other just rizzle but it's but it was funny but anyway so you know speaking of distractions there's 70 pounds of distraction i think animals are going to be playing a big role in this because my again my lovely partner was talking about how her cat made an appearance during her digital meeting she had with her (laughs) lab the other day when you know you're posted up at home you got your computer on your desk or your lap or wherever you're hanging out and typically if you're at home well, that's that's your pet's territory too. Yeah. So they're gonna be walking all over, <laughs> smelling things. You got a nice little video chat going. You see a fuzzy little head pop into frame, and that's what we need now more than ever it is. when it comes to distraction and trying to keep things light as we uh, as we try to end the global pandemic. Yes, no big deal. Navigate these waters. All right, let's get into hot clips. That is, uh, so I, I've changed up the format a little bit of the show. Typically hot. Clips was like third, but then I was like, you know what? Hot Clips should be first. So we're going to get into Hot Clips. Hot Clips. All right. So Hot Clips. Well, movie theaters are shut down. This is big. Yeah. It's putting us into territory that I feel when it comes to digital releases we were heading towards anyway. Music certainly has hit that years ago with iTunes when it comes to, well, you're not really buying CDs in stores anymore. I have a select handful of bands I'll actually buy their new CD from, but I'm also scarily enough getting to that age where I really am not that in touch with the newest music coming out. Uh, <laughs> but when there's, there's only a couple bands where I'll buy their new CDs. Everything's coming through digitally anyway, and now with no one being able to go to movie theaters for their own safety, distributors are starting to test the waters of releasing things digitally first. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the first big one to move was, you know, because now a bunch of big movies are delayed. No Time to Die, the the new Bond film. The biggest, uh, you know, w- w- there was so much debate about Daniel Craig. Is yeah. it going to be his last Bond film? Is it not? They had Billie Eilish do the theme, which yeah. is she's the hottest of the hot right now. That was a big release and all building towards the final Bond film, his final Bond film. They fi- He finally decided uh, which was going to be released um, in a few weeks. And then they were the first to uh, completely move the date. So now that's coming out in November. Mulan, Disney's live action. Live action Mulan. Yeah. So at first they just postponed it in China, and which was going to be a huge market for Mulan. Absolutely. Now uh, it's delayed everywhere. Black Widow. Oh, Fast and the Furious 9 is now delayed a year and that was supposed to come out in a couple of weeks. And then um, Black Widow, who, you know, I'm a huge Marvel Studios fan. Black Widow was safe until yesterday they announced that it will be delayed and will, but will not affect any of the rest of Phase 4 because this is kicking off the new phase of Marvel Cinematic Universe. And they... Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of TV shows now on Disney Plus that are all tied in. They're all tied in together. It's going to throw off that scheduling as well. Yeah, so we're going to see how that all plays out. But I think the fact that they're tied into other features where we're talking about Mulan, which we know from the story in the movie from years ago, the, where are we on, the 47th Fast and Furious, which <laughs> follows the all the other movies. So these aren't really one-off Films that I think might fare worse if they were pushed back. When right. There's this build up, this build up for this new, brand new concept, and then it disappears off the radar. It's, well, we just have to wait a little longer for the next Bond film, but I think that built in Bond fan base, that built in Marvel Universe fan base, I'm hoping for the, the sake of these, everyone that put in the work on these movies, that built in fan base will still turn out oh, yeah. to see these movies one way or another. Yeah. I was really looking forward to A Quiet Place 2. There you go. Exactly. And now that's been delayed. So, you know, what's interesting, what's happening is now they're testing the waters, as you mentioned, with digital on-demand releases, so Invisible Man, Birds of Prey, a bunch of movies that were still in theaters as of a few days ago before they all shut down, are they're now putting just immediately on-demand to rent for like $20 or something. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It'll be interesting to see how these films that are released in this format in these strange times that we're in, how these films end up competing in you know the Oscars, yeah, the, the, all those other award shows where it's interesting because Netflix and Hulu were starly, slowly starting to make their, well, not slowly anymore when they're dominating the nominations <laughs> anymore, but they've made their mark as players in those big movie award shows, so... It'd be interesting to see how these new digital releases testing these waters fare at these big award shows. Yeah. You think uh, A Quiet Place 2, which the first movie made such an impact, and the latest Bond film, yeah. when they're getting these weird releases, how they'll play at the uh, award shows. That might set the trend going forward once we come out of this yeah. for these uh, distributors to say, hey, Let's just put it online. Let's yeah. Just, let's just put it on the app because people are going to be home anyway instead of having to go out. Now, I do think, so Trolls 2 is going to be the, er, which is called Trolls World Tour, is going to be the first movie that is actually 
was not in theaters and will just be released straight to on demand. That should be an interesting test because the first one was a big hit. But, you know, I don't think you could do this long term because when you're spending $150 million to make a movie and then another 50 or $100 million on marketing, uh, you, you know, with Trolls 2, Universal had a choice like, do we pause this, you know, and release it in six months and then have to do another $50, $100 million marketing and do they have the money blitz? for that in the budget right and then but then you're like now you know even if they did you have to make a heck of a lot more than you did before because now you've doubled your marketing budget like you know so i'm curious how this is all going to play out i don't think that they're going to just release all their big movies from now on once this all clears just on demand. There's a culture of movies. There's something sexy about a movie premiere, a big red carpet, the big debut in front of the world's eyes of a new movie. Yeah. So I can't see that changing too much. And, you know, I love the theater personally, you know, and theater attendance was doing well up until, um, you know, like two weeks ago. And now, of course, it's non-existent. But uh, it's interesting because so far now, because of this, Bad Boys 2, or Bad Boys for Life, whatever it is, three or four. I saw two in theaters years ago with my mom and brother, so this has to be at least the third. Okay. Right? So that currently, and looks like for the next at least few months, is going to be the top grossing movie of 2020. Imagine that. Imagine being a part of that Bad Boys film, going into it, just trying to make another sweet Bad Boys movie, and now ending up... Right. Potentially having the biggest grossing movie of the year. Imagine right. being a part of Trolls yeah. going in to make another Trolls movie and not realizing you're going to end up being at the forefront of an entire new way of releasing movies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. But, you know, the reason I don't think that they will continue with this after um, all this ends is because when you're doing a 200 or 300 million dollar movie like a lot of the Marvel movies and Pixar and those sorts of things to put it just on Disney Plus where you know it's 7.99 a month or whatever exactly a and lot of you people already are... have 30 million subscribers like in order to make that profitable for just that one movie it it just doesn't make mathematic sense I you don't, don't want to put yourself behind that wall right Right. Even though there are a ton of subscribers and they're doing well, you still want to have maximum eyeball potential, right. and that's in theaters. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how all this plays out. The other worry is, are people going to get used to not going to the theaters? You that's know? the question, and that's what I think helps your idea of this not being a long-term avenue for movie releases and them ending up back in theaters is, I feel there is a... I mean, we got a little bit longer to go, but there's a want to get back to some sense of normalcy, yeah. to get back outside yeah. the house. And I'd be interested to see if once all this blows over, in a sense, if there is a big rush back to the theaters. And I'm sure those numbers for daily and weekly box office totals are going to skyrocket back up. Right. That'll be exciting to see, and I think that's going to give people a lot of confidence yes. when they see those numbers blow back up and they go, okay, sweet, we can all go back outside, yeah. we can all go to the movie theater, to the ballpark, once all that stuff is back up and running. Not yet, though. Yeah, yeah, not yet. Uh, for me, anyway, I'm on day three of like a self-induced lockdown, and I'm already going crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm saying that as I'm at my studio 
we're at iHeart right now. So, but still, there's not a lot of people, like you said, there's not a lot of people in this building. Yeah, there's not a lot town. of people out on the roads. Yeah. When you're out and about, if you got to go somewhere, you know, there's not a lot of people in the grocery stores, not a lot of people at the gas station because, as we should be, we're just trying to lay low and keep our distance so we're not bumping into each other and spreading this thing like wildfire. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for the first time in history, Broadway closed. Which was, it was a, it was so funny to listen to because as soon as I heard that, um, in my mind, I could, throughout the rest of the day, I couldn't help singing that Goo Goo Doll song. You know the one? Broadway yes. starts tonight. Yes, yes. And that was in my head all day long. I listened to this uh, radio show a day on delay. And when they got that news live on the air, that was the first thing the host started singing. Yeah. And I was like, great, I'm not the only one. I can't be the only one. <laughs> I played it again for my boo. She was completely unaware of that song. You knew. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, this is a Goo Goo Dolls deep cut? No, this one was on the radio. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not that deep into Goo Goo Dolls. I thought we all knew this one. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. But it was a, that's a massive thing. That's yeah. so much revenue for that to be halted and shut down. Yeah, and all those productions, especially the productions that aren't um, you know, that were just debuting or just exactly. starting out that hadn't caught fire yet. Things like, that hadn't even gotten off the ground yeah. that now, chances are, will never get off the ground. Yeah, and all those people that were working on it, you know, it sucks. So that's interesting. But some good news in all this, TV, TV ratings are up. Uh, what else you got to do? Yeah, Ellen's uh, Game of Games is up 44%. I, I love Ellen. Uh, the Voice is up 38%. So people are watching TV again, which they haven't done in forever. Especially when it comes to Ellen. People want something fun. People yep. want something happy. People want that type of distraction. Yep. And before this started kicking into high gear, me and my boo, I would I would look on Ellen's Game of Games yep. at night when we're home. It's like, oh, this is on. Let's let's watch her smash some people with pie. Let's watch her right. throw, drop them off a building into a pile of goo. Yeah. All in good fun. Exactly. And then and at the end of the day, she might give them a billion dollars. Right. Because that's just the kind of person she is. <laughs> and that's the distraction we need. Especially now, yeah. Uh, some other pretty cool news. Um, so obviously all of the movie and TV productions have shut down completely. And, you know, a lot of them had started doing no studio audiences. That was when we before we realized how we all need to keep our distance, yeah. not just keep the studio audience out, but for everybody's safety, keep everybody out. Exactly. So they are figuring out interesting ways to still keep some kind of production going on. Yeah. So like um, The Tonight Show, Samantha B, Daily Show, they're all doing at home. Ver Hello? They're all. That doesn't change anything, right? Shouldn't know. Okay. They're all doing at-home versions of their shows, which is pretty cool. So Conan is taping his entire show from his house on his iPhone, and then I guess sending it in to whoever to put and on he's, air. He's skyping interviews. Yes. Right. Yep. Jimmy Fallon too. So you know they're. Finding creative ways to keep people entertained, keep people laughing. I love that. And it helps you feel like they're in this too. Yes. And you can still see new content from them, but they're having to adjust in in ways that you are as well. And it's like, okay, well, I guess this is serious, but 
you know, we're all making we're all making it work somehow. Yeah. Diplo, who I love, who I was supposed I am supposed to interview at Firefly, should that still go on? And Diplo is one of my favorites. He is doing a live DJ set from his uh, house every single night to keep people entertained. And that's another big avenue is music. I know this was the first year in forever that the Dropkick Murphys weren't able to perform on St. Patrick's Day, which is their day to shine, but they performed live online. And so many other artists, I know uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay, I've seen that video floating around, Uh, the lead singer uh, Ben Gibbard, Death Cab for Cutie, and this is just a drop in the bucket of all the musical artists who are trying to keep their fans entertained, especially when concerts are getting postponed, canceled, postponed for the most part, which is nice to see that we are planning for the future. But in the meantime, they're taken to the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rose O'Donnell is actually doing a thing, depending on when you listen to this. uh, But for us, it'll be this coming Sunday. And it is a her old show, the Rosie O'Donnell show, which I grew up with. Yes, absolutely. Setting the stage for doing that whole morning talk show, talk show thing. And she did it damn well for yeah. many, many years. Yeah, so she's going to be doing a one-time, as of now, only live um, online broadcast of her show with like all the original players, figuratively speaking, um, like, uh, what's his name, McDaniel, John McDaniel or whatever, John McDee and the McDLTs or whatever, who was mm-hmm. like her band leader, yeah, um, where they are doing that and they're doing it to raise money for Broadway for the people that are out of work and all that stuff. So that's like really cool I, way of doing something positive, being entertaining. And raising some money for the just a fraction of the people who are in a real tight spot now yeah. because of... When it comes to the food industry, all the people involved there, the movie industry, the live concert industry, all the people setting up the, setting up those lights that are there when you just arrive and get ready for the show and setting up the stage, all those people are on the beach right now with yeah. no real bright outlook other than a couple months now when things are tentatively postponed until rescheduled for. And that's not even necessarily a guarantee. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good to see some positives coming out of this. You know, people are shining their lights. And this is when people can come together and people can show their best self in a in a real dark time and hopefully that'll inspire other people to do the same and keep smiles on people's faces when otherwise they're figuring out, "Oh man, what am I going to do?" Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So those are our hot clips for now. Oh, So now it's time for our Funko Pop Culture Moment. I got to say, I have no idea what sound that is because my headphones died, so I'm hoping that it was the Funko uh, stinger that I have. (laughs) If you labeled it correctly, then yes. I do run into that issue where, you know, you got a lot of files and uh, labeling correctly is key. It really is key, and I am... Sometimes anal about it, and sometimes not. That particular one, clearly, I was not. So I hope that that was the right sound that I played. But, okay, so our Funko pop culture moment. So, fun, you know I love Funkos. You just They're look staring at the us studio. right now. <laughs> They're all, Britney Spears is looking at you, Justin Timberlake, because on my speaker, they are happy together. Right next to Freddie Mercury, by the way. It, you can cross genres, cross time spans. It's Funko pop defies all time and space it does it's amazing so here we go he's got the rustling boxes can you hear him 
We're figuring out he's got plenty. We're we're lousy with Funko Pop in here. So I'm tripping over them. So, I got to I got to play around with the Funko. So Funko has a whole line of games coming out. Some of them are already out from their Funko Games line. One of them is called Funko Verse. It's a strategy game where you can have anywhere from like two to six players. It takes about an hour to play, and it's strategy. So, so basically, you know, you have your favorite characters, and you go head to head in different gaming scenarios. So, they sent me Funko Verse strategy game, The Golden Girls. So, it's got this awesome Dorothy and Sophia Funko Pops uh, as your like player, as like your player piece. And then what's cool is. It has two playable maps. So one is Mr. Haha's Hot Dog Hacienda, which is a, a famous setting from the show, and then the supermarket, because obviously. So it's cool because you can play either of these characters, and you essentially are using your strategy, you know, your brain to kind of play through these maps. And each player has like a, their own unique ability. Naturally, Which is cool. If you've watched the show, you know each of the ladies has their strong suits and their weaker suits, and that translates into the Funkoverse strategy game players. Exactly. So, like, Sophia, um, one of her powers is to curse or, uh, or give a, you know, witty remark. Another one, her, like, superpower is to call in a hit because they, they always, like, hinted that she was, like, mafia. Mm. So you could actually call in a hit. I'm sure that's going to work to your advantage in the game. Right. You want to be her. <laughs> so they, they just really did a really good job of, you know, bringing some of your favorite pop culture franchises to a fun game. So they also sent me the fun cover strategy game Harry Potter. Now, as you see, this comes with... Um, the squad of them there. Yeah, yeah. So it comes with Harry and Hermione. Thank you. Oh my God. And Bellatrix Lestrange. There you go. And Lord Voldemort. There you go. Look at you. I, my brain just literally died in the middle of that. And thank God you were there. So again, it's the same kind of thing. In this one, you can the gameplays are Diagon Alley or the Room of Requirement, and basically, you know, similar to the Golden Girls version. You use your character's powers to, you know, advance through the game. So, like, um, for Harry Potter, you can use Flipendo, which is, you know, one of the spells. Or forgot what I was going to say. But anyway, so you can use... Oh, and, and then the other cool thing about it is you could combine different Funko-verse, like, franchises to play the same game. So... I could be Sophia from the Golden Girls, and you could be Harry Potter, and we could play a game together. Which is all the more reason to collect the ones you like. It, it doesn't have to fit any specific category. You don't only have to collect the Harry Potter characters to exactly. play the Harry Potter strategy game. You can have the the mashup we've all dreamed of, Harry Potter and Golden Girls. <laughs> exactly. And and then they have like expansion kits if you want. So they have another one with obviously the other two Golden Girls if you wanted to do that. Or you could do, they have Jaws, they have Jurassic Park. I mean, you could, they have a bunch of DC. So you could be whoever you want and play, play against whoever, whoever you, want. you want. Yeah, which is awesome. So I love this game. You can get that at on Funko's website or Walmart or Hot Topic or any of those stores where you get your Funko stuff. Your preferred Funko retailer. Exactly. Which, you know, I love Amazon, but I also love any place that has Funko. I literally... <laughs> 
any place that has Funko, whether it's Target or Hot Topic or Box Lunch or wherever, I literally just immediately, if I walk by one of their stores, just go into their Funko section. They get an A-OK in your book. Exactly. So then they sent me a preview of some really, really cool stuff. Hot Funko Goss right now. Yeah. So it is a giant. It's like Christmas morning in here. It is a giant. Oh, man. 10-inch Lord Voldemort. This is like what I'm trying, like six or seven Funkos put together. Yes. I mean, it is huge and, like, awesome. And it's got a genie. You sort of you see like it's just oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean it's just the attention to detail it's huge I love that it's big you know obviously I love my normal Funko, Funko pops I love my uh, my little mini guys like the keychains I but this is just cool because it's so big this is a display piece it's a display there's piece. no missing this walking into a room yes I mean obviously I display all of mine but true they are all display pieces <laughs> but this is like a like you can't miss this. No, imagine a squad of these together. Right. It's menacing. Yeah. They have a super, I think it's 18-inch Harry Potter coming out in a few months. So it's going to be even bigger than this. Oh, man. I cannot wait for that. We're going to need to knock down one of these walls <laughs> and start moving into another studio. I know. I'm going to need two studios just for my Funko collection. Then, um, And then, of course, all the ones I have at my house. That's a whole other story. <laughs> so then uh, they sent me some of the upcoming... Harry Potter line because they release like a bunch of Harry Potters every quarter. Harry Potter franchise Funko Pop. So um, they sent me Ron Weasley with the pail of slugs. They sent me. Oh, he's adorable. Yes. Who doesn't love a cute little slug? Neville Longbottom. Oh, these are really cool. So this is an Earth Day special. <sighs> this is the one from my boo. Who is it? Yes, it is Bill Nye. The science guy. The science guy. Oh, man. I got to take a picture of this to show her. Yeah. Hot tub exclusive. I mean, hot tub. <laughs> Are they waterproof? Because it could be. <laughs> they could be waterproof. But I don't. Well, some people might enjoy being in the hot tub exclusively with Bill Nye. But, um, <laughs> but that's not this type of show. So in this show, we do not harass poor Bill Nye We want to keep our Funko Pops uh, in, in proper mint condition as we can. I guess keep them out of water. Exactly. So this is a Hot Topic exclusive. He's holding, like, the globe or the world or whatever you want to call it. But um, it's an Earth Day, uh, spe like, special edition line. They also sent me another Earth Day special, Earth Day exclusive. This is a box lunch exclusive, and it is Pocahontas. It's Miko with Flint. So, you know, it goes, like, with the whole Earth Day thing. Just a really cool, nice touch from Funko. They're always doing... You know, they've always got something up their sleeve. They do. And it's, you know, their thing is like it's by the fans for the fans. Everybody's a fan of something like they literally just get it. If you're a fan of Harry Potter, you're not going to be content with, OK, I've got one Ron, one Harry, one Hermione and we're good to go. No, man, there's seven movies. Yes. And I need them all. I mean, and that's why I love Funko because they are nerds themselves, you know, and and I, I talk it's to. It's a trusted company, then. That's you, it's who you want to go to if you're a nerd about these type of things. Then you want you want it from the source. You want it from your 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 peers, people exactly. who know where you're coming from. Yes, your fellow pop culture obsessives. That's who you want your collectibles from. So that's why I love them. But anyway, you know, I could just do a whole freaking show about Funko, and I probably will at some point. I'm so. sure it's in the works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, 
what is out this week? What's out? So, well, nothing. There's nothing out this week. Uh, in We're movies. all in. Yeah. There is a an album that's coming out this week. It's Adam Lambert's new album, Velvet. And uh, this is, Adam is saying that um, it's really his most authentic album. He actually co-wrote every single song on it. It's not searching for a poppiness like he said his previous work has. It's really just what he wants to do. So I'm, I'll be curious to hear this. He, Adam Lambert, alumni of American Idol, yeah. right? American Idol. Yeah. Just shutting down production last night because of everything that's going on. Yeah. So I know that they were in the middle of airing some of the beginning of this season. I'm curious to see oh. what's going to end up airing next Sunday if they do one final episode talking about we've got to wrap things up because of everything that's going on. I didn't even think about that. Unprecedented territory. It really right is. Now. It really is. So you can check out Adam Lambert's new album, Velvet. Let's get into what we consume this week really quickly. What we consume this week. So let me tell you something. I watched this movie, and I thought it was a good idea before I started. Um, my buddy came over, and I. it's funny because my boy comes over, and I'm like, before he even came, I was like, okay, wait, did you go to church this weekend? And he was like, no, they canceled it. And I was like, have you been like at any restaurants or anything? And he was like, no, I've been like staying low. And I'm like, do you feel okay? And he's like, I mean, I could take my temperature. And I'm like, Yes, please. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, gonna, you might as well. Yeah. So I gave him this like whole thing, and then when he got there, I'm like, here's hand sanitizer. Like, Stay away. Safety blah, blah, blah. first. In this, in this day and age, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It only makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it really does. So I got to you know keep safe. So in any event, I had the brilliant idea to watch the movie called Contagion. Oh, topical. Yeah. About halfway through, I was like, I'm a moron. Why would I ever do this to myself? Have you ever seen it? I have not. Okay, so it's Steven Soderbergh as the director. It's got an all-star cast, including Gwyneth Paltrow, Matt Damon, Lawrence Fishburne, Kate Winslet. Really incredible cast. It is terrifying because it tracks a... The entire movie tracks a virus from start to finish, essentially. And it is extremely creepy how it is mirroring exactly what we're going through right down to the oh we don't have a virus we don't have a cure um right down to they mentioned social distancing and this is a movie nine years old and they're like you know everybody needs to social distance blah 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 like it is terrifying now watching that movie having seen it though do you think anybody who watched it back in the day would have learned anything useful that they could use today absolutely you could watch it now and be like oh god we need to take this seriously it is terrifying because they even show like just subtle hints they don't point it out but it'll be like you see her grab a glass and take a drink and then she puts it down and then then you see the wait you know a waitress come and pick up the glass and uh and, and then touch go. her face or whatever and like obviously they're not being like, hey, guys, look, watch this part. But it's like subtle things like that where you're like, oh, God. Then you put the pieces together later yes. on when you're, as a viewer, are trying to piece the puzzle together and go, how did this happen? Yeah, it is terrifying. And then it ends up with looting and rioting. And then I was like, oh, God, I am going to have a panic attack watching this. Yeah, I mean, I know in, in Philly they're boarding up some of the state liquor stores, which is funny. I saw an article. They're boarding up liquor store seven blocks this way 
But meanwhile, the liquor store seven blocks in the other direction is just <laughs> closed, and it is as it would be any other day when it was closed. Right. So are they expecting, like, is there one hot spot hotter than the other? Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't I think if we're looting, know. it's just everyone everywhere. for themselves yeah. everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, but we're not going to get to that here, so that's awesome. No, we're not going to get to that at all, I don't think. Neither do I. There's I mean, no shortage in supplies. Yep. Everything is available. Go to the stores. Don't spend all day in the store. Let the old people shop first and the people with commune, uh, immune, compromised immune yeah. systems. Let them shop first, and then we go in and get our stuff. Why are we rushing for toilet paper? Yeah, there's plenty of it. You're going to feel like a fool yeah. three months down the line when you've got a room full of toilet paper. You don't know what to do with <laughs> Exactly. So, anyway, that's what I consumed. Did you consume anything this week, or have you I been- caught up yesterday because it's very exciting. It's filmed in Philadelphia. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm from Philadelphia. Um, on AMC, there's dispatches from elsewhere. Jason Siegel stars. He was. Uh, he's also yes. producing it. He created it as well. And uh, it's Jason Siegel. There's a squad of four people. Jason Siegel is one of them. Andre Benjamin, Andre 3000. Oh, wow. Eve Lindley and uh, Sally Field are four people from very different walks of life, very different folks who come together uh, because they're all drawn in with this game. They don't know if it's a game. They don't know if it's a prank. Mm. They don't know if it's a scam. And they're all trying to figure it out together in and around Philadelphia. And as much as it's a fun distraction from what's going on right now, it's kind of like a mystery almost whimsical Ooh. type show. Uh, it's also filmed all around Philadelphia, which for me is just a thrill to watch. Yeah. It's like, I've been there, I know where that is, I know where that is. Though there is the hiccup in being from Philadelphia and seeing this set in Philadelphia when you see, okay, they're on the bus heading this way up Spring Garden Street, and then in the next scene they're heading towards downtown, <laughs> and somehow they end up in a neighborhood seven miles in the other direction. <laughs> like when you know a little bit too much about it, it kind of detracts from it. Uh, but other than that, if you're from anywhere, you'd love dispatch dispatches from elsewhere because it's just a great it's it's a great sort of it's not really heavy it's light it's it's a mystery it's just kind of puts you in a good fun happy mysterious mood. Okay, I love mysteries, and it's called Dispatches from Elsewhere. Dispatches from Elsewhere. It's streaming on AMC. It also airs on AMC Monday nights at ten. And uh, I'm sure you could catch up on the four episodes that have already been released on the uh, AMC app. I know that's where I'm watching it on our Roku. Shouts to anybody. If you're paying for cable, you get it. If you have your parents' cable login, like some of us do, <laughs> you could watch it that way as well. Shouts to my parents. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our big feature presentation. All right, our feature presentation Best movies to watch during coronavirus quarantine. So you have a list of movies that um, that you love, right? I mean, yeah, it's just movies that I'd happily watch again and again and again and have. And hopefully if you haven't seen them, or like I said, I'd watch them again and again and again. Another reason to dip back into them, especially if you've got a lot of time on your hands and nowhere to be. <laughs> Awesome. I did a list of, this could be the best movies to watch during quarantine or the movies to avoid during quarantine. Well, let's talk about how you felt watching Contagion. <laughs> so, yeah. let that so, be a lesson to some people. <laughs> if this could be a list, like you said, a list to jump on or a list to avoid. Yeah, it depends on what exactly you're going for. If you're going for terrify yourself into a panic attack, avoid these next few movies. 
So Contagion, which is the one I was talking about previously. So Contagion, I've already talked about. Quarantine is a horror movie where the CDC is containing an outbreak in like an apartment building and everybody's locked in. Terrifying and also awesome. Don't know right now if you want to watch it or if you do, I'm still debating on if I'm going to. We got an email from our... When you get an email from your landlord <laughs> in times of corona, you don't know what's going to be in yeah. the body of that email. Luckily, yeah. it wasn't anything out of the ordinary, anything that we haven't already been hearing. Yeah, or it ends up being a, a thing like quarantine where you're locked in your building because the virus is in your building and they can't afford to have it get out into the public. See, don't be bringing this up because, my, again... My boo was talking about, hey, should we go get some more cat food just in case, like, there's a run on cat food, which there hasn't been yet, but then you bring this up, what if we can't go buy cat food anymore? Maybe we should go buy some cat food. <laughs> You're making me rethink my plans after I get out of here today. Don't um, don't watch any of the movies on this list, then, on the following list for you. Dawn of the Dead is a classic. It's a classic. If, if anything, for film history to watch it at this stage of the game, but, well... I haven't seen, again, Quarantine or Contagion. I don't know how freaked out you can get in zombie territory. Right. Because that's not exactly what's happening. Right. Uh, but there is a sickness spreading. So when it comes to zombies, maybe. Maybe check that one out. Yeah. Um, if nothing, it's mindless fun. Exactly. Do you get, do you get it? Mindless? Huh? Huh? <laughs> uh, you can't have a mind if the zombies are eating your brains. Exactly. 28 Days Later. Have you ever seen this? Good gravy. Such yes. a good movie. I could watch the supermarket scene on oh, loop my for God. the rest of my life. As much fun as they're all having in a supermarket when no one else is around, that's how much fun I have in a supermarket on any given trip. <laughs> Plus, the song by Granddaddy, AM 180, fantastic music for that scene, and oh, God, it's it's so good. I love that scene, and it was a fun movie, too. 28 Weeks Later is the sequel, which was also really good. That was also the first movie, I feel like, was 28 Days Later the first movie, or was it the new Dawn of the Dead, where zombies ran? I think it was 28 Days Later that okay. really changed the zombie game. Okay. When you look back on Dawn of the Dead, and it said, uh, they're like... The they're original Dawn of the Dead. They're shuffling. They're they're not really moving at a clip. They're just clawing their way through your door, and you're freaking out on the other side of the door. 28 days later is when these zombies strapped on their Nikes and were ready to take you down. <laughs> uh, it comes at night. Did you see that? No, but it sounds terrifying. It is terrifying. So I took my godson, because he's a huge horror movie lover, and look, I'm all about rated R, shouldn't be for kids, blah, 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 blah. But on a case-by-case basis, I will kind of investigate a movie if my godson wants to see it and decide with his parents, obviously. Use your best discretion. Use your best exactly. judgment. So um, it seemed innocent enough from the reviews. Like, nobody was like, oh, it's terribly gory or violent or anything. Um, and and it's not. But when we went to see it, so he's 13. Um, he was probably 12 at the time. When we went to see it in the theater, we both audibly screamed at one part. Like, literally, at the same time, we were both like, ah! Like, because there was... This is terrifying because it comes at night is reality-based. So it is, imagine a world where everybody's sick, blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, there's a sickness going around, and there's pockets of people. And what this family does to keep it that way, keep them safe... But then they meet somebody who needs help, and it, it just it's it's insane, and it is a very good movie. Should they have helped the person that needs help? Would you say? 
You have to tune in to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Streaming wherever you stream your movies, probably. I Am Legend. That was one of the first movies I bootlegged back in the day when we got a Wii, and the Wii had a web browser, and it was the first (laughs) thing in our household that was connected to the internet and connected to the TV, so it was like, hmm... How can I can I pull up like a streaming video website on this thing? It's like, oh snap, I can. <laughs> so I watched a very grainy copy of I Am Legend on our uh, TV back in the day at the at the dawning of the Wii, which is a great movie. Oh, it's a blast. Yeah. It's, when it comes to the visuals and the idea of running through a like the supermarket scene in Twenty Eight yeah. Days Later, running through this place that's typically super inhabited by people and is just empty and essentially having it to yourself it's a thrilling concept it could be a fun concept but when you're being chased after by (laughs) zombies it's not as fun as it could be right which brings us to world war z which was a zombie virus outbreak movie set in philadelphia not filmed in philadelphia so points off for that (laughs) but i love that movie it's a great movie too just you know if if you're trying to distract yourself, depending on how you're distra- trying to distract yourself, if you want to go full blown like, oh, this would never happen. Look how bad, you know, look how bad it is in the movies. We were nothing compared exactly. to that. Exactly, that's a great con- mindset to be in. When this is, of course, it's overblown. It's 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 done up real big to be a entertaining movie. It's not like that in real life. Right. We've got a tighter grip on this than they did in 28 Days Later. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so that is my list of the best movies to watch during coronavirus quarantine or the best movies not to watch, depending on your point of view. I'm trying to go more middle of the road here. It could go in any which direction. It's all about taste. Love it. And these taste great to me. I like that you ended on World War Z, a Brad Pitt feature. Yes. Because let's start off, if we're switching to my list... With Fight Club. I love Fight Club. That's a fun trip. Yes. Who doesn't like to see Brad Pitt ripped wearing goofy glasses and yep. a big fu- fuzzy coat? Yeah. That's the kind of the aesthetic I try to go for. I come across much sloppier, <laughs> but that's also a, a trippy mind bender if you don't know the story. Yeah. It's entertaining to watch. Uh, you want to comment on society. It's comment on commercialism yeah. and uh, the way we do things in our lives. So it might make you think twice about that, but- no real heavy, no one chasing after you zombie-wise. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Funko is coming out with a line for Fight Club. Shouts to Funko. Wouldn't mind uh, seeing one of those make an appearance here in the Pop Culture Weekly studio. <laughs> whenever, whenever I'm in here doing anything, I'm staring at, you know, Brittany and Justin. Not that I don't love them. <laughs> but uh, let's get Elton our... John and Prince and... Billy Idol. Billy Idol and Newt. Uh, Newt getting rich. <laughs> Newt, uh, <laughs> I was going to say what? That would be the weirdest Funko Pop ever. That's the w- <laughs> <laughs> Oof, with a big election coming up, a line of political Funko Pop dolls. Yeah, yeah they did do, uh, I want to say they did that a few years ago. I know there was Hillary. Pretty sure there was Trump and Bernie. I mean, yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. But anyway, sorry, I got With the movies, diverted. Fight Club, it's a fun romp about uh, running around and Brad Pitt wearing crazy outfits. Like I said, try to mimic that aesthetic as best I can. I really more often mimic the aesthetic of the dude from The Big Lebowski. And that, oh, okay. Have you seen that? Yes, of course. Of course. Perfect. Love it. Uh, if you haven't, by all means, check it out. It's a nice laid back. There's an underlying theme of drama, but it's from the perspective of a real laid back guy. Yeah. And I think that's what we're trying to achieve here in these times as much as we're trying to wash our hands and be proactive. 
that can be exhausting. Yes. So if you finally made it safe and sound back to the house or you don't have a lot going on for a while, the big Lebowski, let's just go bowling. Yeah, and after all this blows over, we'll all go bowling. Yes, I love that. What's a spiritual successor in my mind? Which might not be true. It's, you know, two different worlds. But spiritual successor to the big Lebowski is Inherent Vice. Have you seen Inherent Vice? No. It came out of 2014. Comedy, crime are the two descriptors of the movie. P.T. Anderson was the director. Oh, okay. And uh, it stars Hollywood Golden Boy at this juncture, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. And he plays somewhat of an aloof character caught up in this weird sort of bizarre crime mystery that it's a fun adventure to go on with a guy who's sort of like laid back and is just riding the wave. I think at this stage of the game, what's going on, the best we can do is just ride the wave. Yeah. Follow rules and regulations, but ride the wave. So Inherent Vice, so put that on the list. Okay. It'd be fun to watch. And uh, when it comes to not not murder mystery, but looking at the big picture, what's the meaning of life? I know there's love, hate with this movie. I loved it. Back in high school, one spring break, when we had off from school for a couple days, this was on HBO 17 times. I must have watched it 17 times. David O. Russell, the film is I Heart Huckabees. Have you seen I Heart Huckabees? I have not, actually. (sighs) Any opinions going in? Have you heard anything one way or the other? Yes. Isn't, does this have anything to do with the Huckabee, the politician? No. Okay. No. This is, Huckabees is like a Kmart type corporation. This is Jason Schwartzman, Dustin Hoffman, Lily Tomlin, Jude Law is in it. And it's really, what's the meaning of life? Okay. The Jason Schwartzman character, he's running into some coincidences, and he goes to these uh, detectives who are investigate coincidences and stuff like that to figure out why does this keep happening? What's going on here? Jude Law is a big advertising-y type guy who's in with the Huckabees Corporation trying to make it to the top, make it to the quarter office. And Jason Schwartzman's character, kind of other end of the spectrum, he's fighting for open spaces. He works for the Open Spaces Coalition, Mm. trying to save the marshlands, as opposed to Jude Law trying to build another Huckabees and how their worlds collide. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is in it, playing. It's It's the most bizarre, fun thing. And again, you want to go on a fun romp for two hours, enjoy yourself and distract yourself for a little bit, I Heart Huckabees is on that list. Okay. Uh, I'll wrap it up. Punch Drunk Love. Oh, amazing. Santa Punch Drunk Love. Amazing film. 2002 was the year. P.T. Anderson again for Sensing a Theme. I saw this on a black and white TV when it was played over the air on like the local CW channel years ago. That's where I first saw this. Wait, what, what was this, the 50s? Why were you on a black and white TV? Look, back then that technology still worked before the digital transition. It was great. <laughs> but Adam Sandler in one of his every now and again stellar, serious roles. Yeah. And not only is it uh, a great story visually, it's very beautiful with um, David O. Russell as part of it, but John Bryan does the soundtrack. He also does the soundtrack to I Heart Huckabees. So Mm. two great soundtracks, two great movies. And uh, the story of just a down-on-his-luck, stuck, lost-in-the-world guy who sells plungers, uh, suddenly out of nowhere, meeting this this lady and and falling for her and figuring out how to go about that while dealing with his crazy family and his weird work life and just trying to make it all work. Fun fact, there's a subplot involving frequent flyer miles that he gets by buying special boxes of uh, pudding and right. special in special soup cans 
that actually really happened. Really? There was a promotion. It was Healthy Choice Foods ran a promotion where you could get frequent flyer miles for buying their their products. It was apparently an incredible deal if you actually did the math and bought the right amount of products. So in the movie, Adam Sandler uses it to his advantage, but in real life, somebody also bought the proper amount of Healthy Choice products and ended up being able to fly anywhere he wanted for the rest of his life. Wow. Do a little Googling. While you're sitting around with nothing to do, look up that story and also watch Punch Drunk Love. Yes. Yeah, that is a great movie. I is, That's the end of your list? Yeah, that's a, that's a wrap. Okay. I will also throw in the Harry Potter movies because- If you've got time, yes. one to seven, there's like they split one of them in half, right? Yep. Yeah, so you've got the time. Now's the time to catch up on- Harry Potter, it's yeah. perfect time. Yeah, and Fantastic Beasts, that franchise, you know, the third one, I don't know when now it'll be coming out, but the third one will be coming up uh, in the next year or so, and uh, there's a lot of stuff you could catch up on. MCU, there's 24 movies on the MCU. <laughs> oh, man, now's the start at the beginning. If you've been someone, maybe like myself, who is not paid attention, who's, you know, overlooked them, not really giving them a second thought... Now is a perfect opportunity for all of us to get up on the same page and yeah. catch up on these movies when we got the time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm actually going to do Game of Thrones, which everybody yells at me for never right, watching. Right, Now I can do it. Are you happy now? Exactly. All right. Well, Justin, thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for having me, Kyle. It was a blast in here. Of course. Where can we find you? Can we find you anywhere? My handle is local news. Not like local news, like LOL, L-O-L-C-A-L-N-E-W-S. Twitter is just going to be a bunch of depressing news stuff. The Instagram is the place to go. Local okay. news on Instagram for me and my boo. You can see us dressed up as Walter and the dude from the Big Lebowski at a costume party recently. Uh, a lot of cat content, me and my son Flea and uh, her cat, our cat, Gummy Bear. A lot of them on there. And uh, yeah, local news, L-O-L-C-A-L. N-E-W-S, like local news, but fun. I love it. <laughs> All right, guys, stay safe. Practice social distancing. Keep in touch with us. Your support has made this show be what it is. Continue sharing it with your friends. Continue reviewing. That's been hugely big for us. Hugely big. I don't, that's awful. Bigly. Bigly big, that's been big, bigly, bigly for us. In any event, I will see you next week. Be safe. Wash your hands. Social distance. Stay home if you're sick. See you next week. You're listening to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon. Presented by 92.9 Tom FM, an iHeartRadio station. Just a quick hour. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.